Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive tings. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind the scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I... Yeah, truly. There's a new tier we just added recently with the $2.50 tier called Just Want to Support. It gives you access to some basic text posts on the Patreon. And the main thing it gives access to is it gives you partial access to our Discord, which is now a private community, Mm -hmm. to help us uh, take some stress off the cast. Yes. And it helps us give a more curated experience for our patrons on the server. (laughs) And uh, you get access to one of the three live events we plan on doing. Uh, We get access to the Wesley's movie nights where a bunch of us, uh, the cast, a bunch of the cast gets on the Discord and we watch a movie. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content and get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. (laughs) This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to Reading Isn't for Kids and a book review club podcast where two grown adults read and review a children's chapter book and sometimes comics. My name is Austin. Excuse me, my name is Anna. Try to make, try to just do me a favor and make as little edits as I have to do. Sure. (laughs) My beautiful bride. When we got married, it was at the courthouse, and it was a beautiful ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was during COVID, and we wore masks and everything, so. Uh-huh. Didn't even have a ring. Nope. Well, we had a ring, but it was for a piano-fingered white woman. Yeah. It's for skinny people. Like bone skinny people, not like healthy skinny people. <laughs> Today, we read... And reviewing <laughs> Babysitter's Little Sister number two. Number two. Karen's Roller Skates by Ann M. Martin. Uh, the the blurb to, to, to get you interested in this book is, Watch out, Karen! Watch out, Karen! And it, again, this is the third book uh, that our daughter has just mutilated. She has a hard time controlling her emotions. Um, This one she ripped up because she stabbed me in the eye. And when I was very upset, because I was in pain, 
she had a panic attack and ripped the book up while we were tending to my eye. <laughs> I have fixed Leggett for the most part. I am sad that the message that was written inside the cover I can't read anymore, though. Yeah. Because it was to someone, some 80s, 90s name. Uh-huh. Wasn't you. No. From Grandma and Grandpa. So, I was a little sad that, uh, you know, that wasn't there. Yeah. 80s girl forever forgotten because of our daughter. Mm-hmm. Because this was, this was printed in. This was the first printing in December. This was in December 1988. Mm-hmm. This was. This I have a, a first, lot of. This was a first print babysitter. That's. I mean, it was worth maybe five bucks before. Now it's worth nothing. Yeah. Now it's worth nothing. Now it's worth virtual. Like I don't think we could. We couldn't give this. I don't think a library would even take this. No. That's how fuck. I mean, like, it's just the cover, but it was in almost. I mean, it was a little ripped, up in the corner, like it was coming. It needed some tape because the binding was ripping, but. I have a lot of first printings of the series. I mean, they're not worth... It's like Beanie Babies. They're not worth anything, but like, you know, just to be like, I have first printings of Babysitter Little Sister. Um, This is a book. Yeah, it was pretty boring. This one was so boring. The first one wasn't as boring. Well, it had some excitement to it. Is Kinda. there a witch? Is there not a witch? We gave the first book a 6 out of 10. Just before we... We gave this book... The first book a 6 out of 10. We're not going to give our ratings yet for this, but that's that's what we're basing it against, basically. Is the 6 out of 10 first book, which was about a, was, which was about a witch. Um, But this book is not about a witch. No. It's about roller skates. It's really more about a child lying. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the book starts out with Karen being a menace on her roller skates. Yeah. She almost running over her brother Andrew and her friend Nancy. More than once. Yeah, she's like, it's easier for them to get out of my way. Which is a very... A very Xer thing. A very Xer thing and a very uh, Karen white woman thing. Yeah. You know, like how many times, like when we're picking up kids from school, do the parent, do you like Karen's or parents just, they don't move. They just let you. Yeah. They'll stand in the middle of the sidewalk, which if it's snowy and the yard is snowy, but like, it'll be like in the springtime and they'll just stand in the middle of the sidewalk. Or there'll be, they'll be walking. Instead of standing in the grass. They'll be walking down the path and instead of just staying on the left or right side, wherever traffic has naturally gone. For the go down way, they'll just be in the go up way. Yeah. So you, you have to stop. And it's like, Austin, just run into them. You don't understand. I'm a very large man. So if I ran into these little women. <laughs> yeah. There will be parents like on the right side. Like, you know, uh, the line's kind of going slow because they're standing and waiting for their child to walk over them. And then they'll turn around and walk to their cars on the left side. Well, there will always be some, some white woman walking down the left side because they're impatient <laughs> and we're the youngest parents i think there some there's of like the, some of the youngest yeah. there's i think there's three of us there's not very many young there's parents. three or four of us that are under the age of 30 35 that that's me being con, being conservative saying 35 they're, they're all old they're all boomers or gen x 
Which is insane. Which I was excited because on TikTok, all I hear from teachers is that these millennials don't know how to raise children. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, at least there'll be other people our age. Millennial who? <laughs> there isn't any fucking millennials there. That or like all the millennial parents are fucking working. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're fucking just dropping them off. Yeah. No, it, dude, it's it's strange. It's strange. And then the other millennial parents are like the quiet kids in school so like they don't yeah they're just like you try to talk to them and they're like you're giving them a panic attack by talking to them yeah <laughs> so... or they're staunch fucking conservative. right-wing conservatives yeah. <laughs> and you're just like yeah i, I don't and then the I'm one good. set of parents we were kind of working with our daughter flung applesauce all over them so they're no longer I think gonna be our friends. <laughs> Probably not. They weren't our friends, but I think. <laughs> yeah, we were on the track, like you know, getting invited over for play dates once, and then our daughter threw applesauce at them. So <laughs> exciting. But yeah, that's not what this book's about. Um, <laughs> her father is like, "Hey, Karen, you're a little daredevil." Because she's just wild on her skates. Yeah. She's just wild on her skates. She's and, a wild child. And Karen and Andrew are going to their dads early. Because remember, their parents are divorced. So they yep. they have 50-50 custody or whatever. Um, But they live in the same town. Mm-hmm. Or... They live on opposite sides of town. Yeah, her dad is rich and her mom is middle class. Yes. Which is weird. Which is exactly my situation, so I guess it's not that weird. Right. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, that was how it was growing up. Except my parents weren't fucking cool like Karen's parents. <laughs> Karen's got four cool parents. Yeah. And they're all, like, genuinely happy to be co-parenting. Like, the parents are never fighting. Like, they're never... You never really see them interact, but... Yeah. Yeah, like, they're not, like, about to beat each other's ass in the school parking lot, which is what I experienced. Right. <laughs> but uh because you didn't have the div- you had the divorce thing but you d- didn't have the uh the like going back and forth thing right no yeah um because seth is their stepdad which i think we just learned we didn't know his name in the previous book but they're going on a, a fancy vacation to maine yeah they're going to maine they're going on a fuck vacation is what they're doing yeah that's a that's a vacation where you you're not doing things. You're, you're doing you're, you're doing, doing each other. <laughs> you're doing some holes. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you like maybe go to like a museum or something, but no, you're you're going to Hole Town, <laughs> which is what you're we call eating it. some lobster, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> and that's why that's like a especially in the '80s, that's like a hundred dollar round trip in a car. Yeah, because I think this is set. Is this set in California? I'm guessing so. So it was a plane. That they would took a plane, but probably. But in the eighties, dude, planes are, planes were like yeah. yeah, planes were like three dollars and eight cents, and you got customary blowjobs. Oh, stewardess! My only my only knowledge of eighties airplanes is the movie Airplane. So. <laughs> <laughs> Karen is sad she can't go. Her parents aren't sad because they're going on a fuck vacation, but she's excited she gets to practice her new tricks. Because yeah. I'm assuming Dad's a little bit more lenient on the roller skates. Probably, but it's also because they have, like, seven kids in the house. Yeah, but three of them are in high school. That's true. 
So, I mean, it's not like dad's not, dad's not neglecting her. No. It's just, it seems, well, they have a bigger house, so I think she just has the chance to do more bad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mom's house is normal size, so, like, mom always probably can see and hear things. Yeah. So I don't think it's like, I don't, I think, I don't think, I don't, either of her parents are strict, because I don't think they have to be. No. <laughs> Cause, this is the 80s. Because, well, even Karen, Karen and Andrew get along, and they're like five and six. Yeah. And Karen can like fully articulate words and is like going to different houses when they're six. Could not imagine Rowan doing any of that. Well, Rowan can fully speak, but like. Yeah. Just going across the street, like, you know, like. Yeah, no. I get I... nervous watching him walk into school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Not like because I don't trust him. It's just I don't trust anyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, but let's see day early, then it's Saturday all of a sudden. And she explains how she has two of everything, but not two of Tickly. So she fucking rips, she ripped Tickly in half. Yeah. She told, she told us that in the first book, she has half of a blanket at each house. Because she doesn't want to have to remember to bring oh, it. Oh, Tickly's a blanket. Tickly's a blanket, yeah. I thought Tickly was a stuffed animal. Moosey is the stuffed animal, but I thought Moosey I thought Moosey and Tickly was a stuffed animal. So I was like, well, very Sophie's choice of you, Karen. <laughs> you know what I mean? She fucking, I thought she was ripping like a fucking stuffed animal and like, but like bisecting it. <laughs> no, Tickly's the, Tickly's the blanket. And I put here, uh, okay, oh yeah, I have a page, I have some pages I want to talk about. We have page two. We get things she can do on her skates, which I thought was very fucking funny, honestly. Right. It says, here are the things I can do. One, skate forward. Two, skate forward fast. Three, skate backward. Not so fast. Four, I can turn around. Five, stop without falling down, which is a, that's some foreshadowing. Yeah. And then six, try any trick I see. But then she's like, that six one's a lie. Yeah. She's like, I'm not actually allowed to do tricks. <laughs> and, then, and then right here, because she, I don't remember all the pet's names, but I remember this pet's name because the cat's name is Boo Boo. Yeah, Boo Boo. That is the best cat name I've ever heard in my it's life. The old fat cat. And there's some fucking Boo Boo slander here, dude. Um, he does not do a thing except eat, sleep, meow, and claw the furniture. <laughs> Fucking Boo Boo slander, dude. Boo Boo's the old cat. He's like an old. It's grumpy her, yeah, it's her cat. dad's cat. Yeah. yeah. He like only likes her dad. I think yeah. she says. Uh, and the dog. It likes the dog. Yes. They sleep together. The dog's name's like Riley or something. I keep thinking Carly. Sam and Carly is her older brothers, older stepbrothers. I keep thinking Carly is a girl. Charlie. Oh. His name's Charlie. Oh, why? I didn't see the H. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> yeah, Sam and Charlie are the oldest. That's why I was. I mean, Carly can be a boy's name. I just it's the '80s, so yeah. I was thinking it was. So like this whole time, and then eventually she's like, "Oh, my two brothers," and I'm like, "But the other one's a girl." His name is Charlie. I know. I get that now, but I just somehow missed that. Yeah, it's Sam, Charlie, Christy. And David Michael. David Michael. <laughs> Which pisses me off. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then Andrew Brewer. Yes, Andrew. And Karen Brewer. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of fucking people in this book. 
Yeah. There's some. And in the other book, there wasn't. There was like four people. But this book, Anne M's like, you know what? Lore. Bia. Lore. Bia. Kid lore. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to make it exciting. This book's very boring. <laughs> We're like four pages in. We're 12. Okay. Uh, also, I uh, they mentioned here that some of the kids go to private school, but some don't. Does Christy go to private school? I don't think so. I think Christy goes to public school. So everyone, just just Karen and Andrew go to private school. Karen goes to private school. She must. I don't know. She says that. She says because she thinks she's happy David Michael doesn't because he doesn't want to deal with him. And I went, ooh, that I didn't like that. That felt, that felt a little. Uh, well, David Michael's an asshole to her. That's why she. They're mean to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but just just the way she said it, it was very like snobby. You know what I mean? I know she didn't mean it like that, but like right. that's what that's going to turn into. It's felt like. But um. But I said, oh, they're rich, rich, huh? <laughs> yeah. I just don't know why. I think the step siblings go to public school, and Karen and Andrew go to private school. Because Elizabeth probably wants them to go to public school. She doesn't mm-hmm. want them to be, I don't know. Yeah. More word worldly or something. Yeah. I don't know. I prefer public school over private schools. Yeah. Unless that private school is like specialized. Yeah. Which there really isn't any anymore, except in California. In California, there'll be like an art high school or like a STEM mm-hmm. center, like yeah. yeah. That so that's probably what they're talking about here, because if this is based in California, but like around here, it's all like this is a Catholic public school, this is private a Catholic school, pri- private school. Yeah, yeah. So my knowledge of private or like Montessori schools. Yeah my my no- my knowledge in reference for private schools is religious based. So it kind of has that weird tint to it, where like some other people from different parts of the country are going to be like. It's not that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. still expensive, but it is um, kind of like how Miles Morales is going to a... Like a STEM school. Mm-hmm. Because he's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Um, also, she says a sweet thing that Andrew and her wish her parents weren't divorced so she could see everyone every day. I, I, just, thought, I just thought it was sweet, so I, yeah. I mentioned it. Because, um, again, it's just from her perspective, so we don't get anyone's... And she's a year older than Judy B. Jones. Uh, there's some bullshit with her having to walk a dog that I thought was going to be the accident she gets in, but it's not. No. Um, and yeah, she, I thought that I definitely thought the dog was going to tangle around her legs and she was going to trip and fall. No, that should have been what it was. But no, she's like, I'm going to go skating, but I forgot my wrist guards, but it'll be okay this one time. Yeah. I've never skated. I refuse to do it in gym class and stuff because I was so bad. I like skating. I'm so it's so hard. I have no balance. My equilibrium's never been right. So like I can't I can't grasp it. My body like I, my brain grasps it. I know it's like pizza, French fry, or what you know, and stuff like. There's like techniques. She's like, hey Andrew, I'm gonna do a trick, and Andrew's like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, you're not supposed to do that. And she's like, no, nah, it'll be fine. Um, I'm going to jump over these two coffee cans. Um, with a ramp. With a ramp. And, like, it'll be super cool. And he's like, okay. And so she does it, and she does the trick just fine. She kills it. She kills it. And she lands, and she, like, turns she around. A, she does a spin, too? Yeah. Yeah. I think she, like, does a spin at the end. 
and she like turns around to smile at um andrew and as she's turning around to look at him uh that's when she trips and lands directly on her wrist and snaps it backwards because you're not supposed to do this right you're supposed to like tuck your hands if you fall yeah you're supposed to use like your shoulders so she she like fate put her hands straight down to stop herself and your little kid especially wrists aren't strong enough to no i mean like even adults will break their wrists but it's more likely for children obviously because they're still all gooey yeah I imagine kids just have goo bones until they're about ten or uh, ten or twelve. Uh, no, really. Like, there's large amounts of space between their bones. Yeah. Until so, they're like but eight. How she describes it is she bit it all the like it's like bit. I can't remember if it was like this or like this, but it's like at a ninety degree angle. Yeah. No, she like snapped it. <laughs> and Andrew's like, oh. He's <laughs> like, oh. Tra- kids traumatized. He never gonna forget that because she like holds it up for him. And she's like. She, like, whispers at, shim- at him. She's like, please go get that. <laughs> She's like, I've never seen him run. So I was like, yeah, dude. Get like, it. I'm pretty sure Andrew is crying because he sees it and he starts bawling. Well, yeah, because he's scared for her. Yeah. Um. And, and the dad's like, he, like, comes out and he gets her. He's being so sweet, too. He's not and, even angry right and she's away. And like, she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, I didn't get my wrist straps. And he's like, it. He's like, that literally does not matter right now. I just got to make sure you're okay. And he like, picks like, her it's up. It's all good. And then they call Dr. Camp. Wow. Her girl doctor. Wow. <laughs> Female doctor. Dude, it's the 80s, dude. It's given Barbie. She's got, she got shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> Under her doctor lab coat. Yeah, dude. Uh, and then Christy tells her mom that she wants to go with, so Elizabeth stays back. But Elizabeth's also so nice. Yeah. I I I'm oh, why am I I'm just so shocked, like pleasantly surprised that there's all the step simply people are nice and stuff. I just I don't know. I think she just wanted some sort of positive representation of like divorced parents. And I don't think. It, I mean, I think this is how, it's always how it's supposed to be. I think most of the time it is like this. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just the bad ones are so vocal. Mm-hmm. Dang it. I'm just so annoying about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so, because Christy wants to, because Christy's, who, is Christy just the mom of all the babysitters? Is that yeah, her thing? Yeah, she's the main, like, she's the main character of the babysitter club. She, she's yeah. the one who forms the babysitter club because she's like, she loves kids so much that she's like, hey, let's start a club because we all like babysitting kids and like we can make a business out of it and we can make money and like, you know, we can pool our money together and and do stuff and, you know, we're a business. So. Give each other tips. Yeah. We probably should have started with that series, Christiana. We could have. You picked the fur. You picked both of these books. I'm not mad. I don't think there's a right way to read them. Yeah. Well, little si- babysitter, little sister is the spinoff of the babysitter club. Yeah. Um, at the hospital, she gets some X-rays taken, and she mentions how she doesn't like the smell of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Which I, I I've said that before. I was like, I do not like how they smell. It's because everything's sterile. Yeah. It's not necessarily. It's not the vibe. The vibes don't creep me out unless it's like a underlit hallway or something. I'm not like scared to go there, but like I mean, you know how I am with smell specifically like yeah i can smell like i'll be down here fucking like as far away from the cat box and i'll smell her taking a peewee you know what i mean yeah like it's like someone has bo i fucking i'm gonna know Mm -hmm. even if they're like across the room and the wind's blowing away (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, no, the smell it, 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 it makes me nauseous. Not because it smells bad, but just because it's it's so much. Right. And it's not like necessarily. It's like a mixture of like bleach and formaldehyde and like debt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Karen is taken to a room to wait for the bone doctor. The bone doctor. And after like a minute, she tells her that tells her dad and sister she's bored. Yeah. And she's still holding her broken rib. <laughs> and that's just fucking accurate for a six year old. She's like, Christy told me three elephant jokes, <laughs> and Dad sang a song about marching ants. What were the elephant jokes? I'm so confused. They don't mention the elephant jokes. No, they don't tell us what the elephant jokes are. Maybe. Wait, hold on. And then the bone doctor uses a vacuum machine to put her bones in place? Yeah. I've I've never seen... I've never broken a bone. They suck your... They suck the bone? I don't know. It's been... I broke my arm when I was like three years old, so... And this also could be an outdated technique, too. Could be. But she like... But they put like on her fingers, they put like a sucky vacuum or something that's how she describes it and like it sucks her wrist bones back in place because she fucked them up yeah she like shattered she like snapped them yes um and she doesn't feel it because they give her drugs to like make it not hurt obviously because that would fucking hurt yeah she's like i have to do a shot <laughs> and then she gets a cast and she gets sad because she won't be able to use both hands like she just she just puts it together now she's like oh man also, her dad just called Karen's mom when they got home. Boy, is the 80s a wild time. Yeah, they waited until... They waited like five hours before telling her. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't like really like... Everyone didn't have a cell phone or anything. Like there was right. like those big bulky ones or whatever. But I just... I just... I, I, I noted it because I was... Again, I'm just like... Oh, we also find out dad's name. His name's Watson. His dad's... Her dad's name's Watson? Something like that, yeah. That fucks, dude. Man, that's how when, he, that's when they're how, checking in. He's like, he's like, yeah, it's Watson, Watson Brewer. That's how he got the baddie, which is Elizabeth. Elizabeth's just Sigourney Reaver. That's the actress. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she also she still has her gun from Alien, though. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor, the bone doctor, asks Karen how it happened, and she gets all embarrassed, so she starts lying. Yeah, and she's like. There was three cans and there was a caterpillar and I didn't want to squish it. So that's why I fell. And Andrew is like a very upset she's lying. Yeah. But doesn't narc on her right away. Um, no, this is the next day because the doctor asked her to come back the next day, which I've literally never heard of. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. And then, but he's like, you'll be wearing it for two months and that she cannot roller skate. And, and then she's like, oh, she's like, my legs aren't broken, though. <laughs> and your, your dad's like, dude, the cast weighs like three pounds. You're way off balance. Uh, and then in the lobby, she meets Ricky, who is the first classmate we've ever met that isn't one of her neighbors. Yes. And he broke his leg <laughs> because he fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the stairs. Daddy didn't push me. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that, because like they're like talking, and Karen tells us elaborate story. She's like, she's like, there were six cans, and I jumped over all of them, and there was a caterpillar with her baby. <laughs> and Ricky's like, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> also, my dad knows a famous baseball player, and he's going to sign my cash. Dude, Ricky's so funny. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I literally fell down the stairs. <laughs> 
I was wittily. <laughs> I was wittily. I was wittily just walking, and I twipped. I twipped over my toy Buzz White. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. My toy GI Joe. <laughs> I stepped in an army arm in an army man, and so I said, "Ow, ow, ow!" And then I fell down the stairs. <laughs> and this is where we get into the main conflict of the book, which is the the unput. Ricky didn't agree to this, but the fucking cast signing contest. Yeah. That Ricky, Ricky, they don't get into, but Ricky. Yeah. No, all Ricky says is he's like, he's like, my dad knows a famous baseball player and he's going to sign my cast. And Karen's like, really? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. See you at school on Monday. And then leaves. And she's like, I need to get a better signature than, than the famous baseball player. And I also looked up, I couldn't find a baseball player named Herbert, Herbert Gregory, <laughs> which is a baseball player name, especially from the 80s. Herbert Gregory. Well, there was like Daryl Strawberry was someone's name, so like you know Larry Bird. Now that was basketball, though. I mean, yeah, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. When, when, oh my god, baseball and basketball, same thing. Actually, I could watch a game of basketball. They're actually, it's actually interesting. A game to watch. of basketball. I could, yeah, I could actually watch it. It's actually interesting. It's not fucking nine fucking innings of just nothing happening. That's the only, I think, football's fine, but yes. Football is fine. There's too many pauses. There's too many pauses and in not enough, Not enough blood. <laughs> I want it to be MMA, but bad football. I want it to be like that Blood Bowl game I played. <laughs> Just killing each other. Um, I wish the football was more like my video games. <laughs> she tells Elizabeth, wait, when Karen, when Karen gets home, she gets signatures from everyone, including Boo Boo and Shannon, which is pretty cute. Shannon, that's the dog's name. And Boo Boo hisses. Yeah. And like, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon doesn't wake up. <laughs> Shannon is out. Shannon has gotten to daddy's whiskey stash. <laughs> 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 then she tells Elizabeth she needs to get more signatures. And she heads over to Hanny's house. Which I I hate the fact that her name is Hanny and not Hannah or like... Hanalyn. Hattie or... Then she starts lying even more about her injury. She's like, there was 12 cans. Double and a, twists. And and I flipped. And there was five caterpillar babies. And ever, Hannah and Hannah's Hanny's, Hanny and her brother are like enthralled with the story. But Hanny's parents are like, like what the fuck? Okay, kid. <laughs> um, and then everyone signs it, but not Sarah because she is too small. Yeah. And their dog, Noodle. <laughs> and their pet, Turtle. <laughs> Noodle the Poodle. Oh yeah, Noodle the Poodle. These are the names I can get behind. Noodle the Poodle. Stop naming your dog Steven. Shannon. <laughs> don't name your dog Shannon. Name it Noodle the Poodle. <laughs> I don't I'm just against unless it's like a funny name like Herbert. You know what I mean? Galdorf. Or like, you know, like this is this is this is and it's like a stupid dog with like cross eyes. This is my dog, Leonardo. <laughs> and he's like, Whoa. <laughs> That's funny. But if you're like, this, this is, my- is my dog Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. And he's got a little suit because it's like Pokemon's. Yeah. Uh, and then Hanny and then then Hanny and Karen get in a fight because of their bitch ass friend Amanda. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have like Amanda go sign. And she's like, you know that Amanda and I are very enemies. Very big enemies. Very big enemies. 
And Karen's like, okay. She's like, come or don't. I'm still going over there. Yeah, centrist Karen. is <laughs> like, I'm in the middle of this. And Hanny's like, Hanny's like, I'm not coming. And she's like, okay, then don't. And then she's like, I'm really not. And Karen's like, okay, I don't care. Goodbye. And Karen's like, I don't understand why they don't dislike each other. And it's never explained. But Hannah, Amanda's kind of just mean. I wonder if Hanny goes to public school and Amanda goes to like public private school because, or something. Yeah, because Amanda is like a little snotty when she goes over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like they go over there and she's talking to the babysitter, Shannon Kilborn, which is the coolest fucking name ever. Um, that's right. There's This is two Shannons. Two Shannons. And, Dog Shannon and Babysitter Shannon. And couldn't think of another girl name. <laughs> I wonder if it was like... I was going to say she Googled top 180s names. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, brain. (laughs) An even more exaggerated story. And then everyone signs the cast. Max tells Karen about Francis Morton, who I looked up is a real person. They are. And that's that's who like they know. That's like her. His aunt cuts his hair. Yeah. And he's like, who I think was an American record producer that worked primarily primarily in the 60s and 70s. And then got alcohol, got riddled with alcoholism, and then came back in the nineties, and then he passed away like in the in the teens, twenty like twenty thirteen or something. Nice. So that I think that's who they're referencing, which is like a funny joke for nineteen eighty eight because like a kid wouldn't know that, but like an adult might know that, right? And I didn't recognize any of the songs, but they were they the wiki said they were popular songs and stuff, but. Uh, I just thought that was interesting because, like, that's a real person, but I could not find Herbert Gregory. Are you sure it's Herbert Gregory? Let me look. You thought that Charlie was Carly, so. Okay, well, let's let's pause. This. Hold on. Okay, she looked it up. It was Hubert, not Herbert, but still, there's no Hubert Gregory, and that's a baseball player. So. At least not that way we could we could find. I mean, it's all pretty well documented. I don't. I just think she just made up a name. Francis Morton is probably something she just made up. It just happened, happened to be. Because like you know, every name ever. I have ha- I have some some funny jokes that Sam and Charlie wrote on her. Sam writes, "Yours till the banana splits." Ha ha ha, Sam. <laughs> and then Charlie wrote, "Roses are red, cabbages are green. My face is funny, but yours is a scream." Your brother Charlie. Love it. And then Christy wrote, "Roses are red, violets are blue, sugar is sweet, and so are you." How very Christy. And then Daddy wrote, <laughs> "It's an eyeball." It's in a, a super detailed eyeball. <laughs> and then an A plus adore you, I adore you, I adore you. And then Elizabeth wrote, "Yours till I screams." Love Elizabeth. And then there's the paw prints. That this one is just a sized up that. <laughs> <laughs> also, what does Ricky's mean? Can you can you go back this and one? read Ricky's? Yes. It says, someone had written, Ricky's cast looked like an autograph book. I lean over to see it better. Someone had written, Too wise you are, too wise you be. I see you are too wise for me. Oh. I j- I, w- it was not clicking. I did, I did have to read it out loud, too, when I first read it. But I, you're supposed to. Too wise you are, too wise you be. I see you are too wise for me. Very 1980s. Yeah. Amanda wrote, read, see that me, up will I love, and you love you, and down, and you are, and. 
I know. I know that was a joke. She wrote it. It's like, read up and down, and you will see that I love you, and you love me. I just thought it was, I just remembered that. Like, the picture of the guy, the girl running, and there's, like, the guy floating, and it's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's read, see that me. <laughs> read, see that me. And then Shannon wrote, best witches, wishes. And then Max wrote, hi from Max. Hi from Max. Dude, Max is a whole mood, dude. I love Max. Max is a mood. Uh, and then we get, uh, they go outside finally. Because, yeah. oh, also, Amanda's like, you're not getting my crusty white dogs <laughs> autograph. Yeah, she's like, it, it'll be dirty. They don't describe the dog, but it, it has to be crusty white. Yeah. What is that, a bird? A plane? No, that's a new D&D podcast called Afterlife. In Afterlife, we follow four strangers as they're tasked by death to go into the world of the infinite domain and find and defeat their pillars. But enough about the general story. Let's meet our strangers. Hi, my name is Aaron Rash and I play Ophelia Afton. That was how the key fell out of his prison wallet into you. How did he hold his prison wallet? Uh, you know. No pocket. That's exactly how he held his prison wallet. Oh, shit. <laughs> My name is Tyler Waddell, and I play Lucas Gray. What are you guys at? I'm at 86. 78. Okay. We're right there. We're good. still bigger than all of you. Can I kill Lucas? Sacrifice. Can I strike Lucas? Hi, I'm Raven Reed, and I play Ariana Wren. He said, oh, he's talking. Come and go. Shoot and scoot. Ejaculate and evacuate. Hello, my name is McCandless Harrison, and I play Fendalto Pendleton. I'm going to scream, your soul is forfeit, and I'm going to use this, like it almost looks like a hammer of dawn just smites him into the ground and yanks him into the ground pulling him piece by piece he's so fucking edgy <laughs> <laughs> literally and myself Burton Gifford as the DM that <gasps> man has finally came <gasps> back and has taken the body of Azrael ripped us what you said came <laughs> oh my god Jesus fuck. I told you it was gonna happen every time I'm not ready to go I'm not ready to leave I need answers for this pain for the struggle for the strife Please let me know peace is all I need Till then, I'm a push, I'm a pull, I'm a fight Wherever I go, my destiny is near I'll do whatever it takes, I'll pay whatever the price Cause all I really know is even in the end I'ma find a way to live, even in our afterlife To Karen, one of my best customers, best wishes, Roger Jones. Because oh, yeah. we get Mr. Fucking Tasty we in the Mr. house, We get Mr. Tasty, dude. the ice cream man. Dude. And then he's like, oh, no, Karen, what happened? She's like, tells this crazy-ass story again. She's ramping it up each time. And then he's like, he's like, oh, I'll sign your cast, you know. And then he, he signs it Roger. And she's like, who is Roger? Well, well, first, well first, he's like, are you sure that's... What happened? And Andrew's like, no, he didn't care. Andrew didn't say she's lying, which I, which is, I appreciate, which is like nice. Mm -hmm. Andrew says that that story is too big, which I think we should start saying instead of saying that our kids are lying, maybe saying that story, that story is too a little big. too big. I think that's way more gentle because Karen, it like kind of made it less embarrassing for her. Yeah. And also everyone was so like, okay. 
Because, like, she explains what happened and everyone's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> no one's making fun of her. <laughs> yeah. And she, but she's like, who's Roger? He's like, that's, that's me. And she's like, your name's not Mr. Tasty? <laughs> He's like, no, that's just my company. <laughs> He's like, no, it's just the name of the company. He's like, my name's Roger. <laughs> and she's like, can you just write Mr. Tasty on there, please? <laughs> I mean, everyone calls him Mr. Tasty. She's like, probably doesn't give a shit. I mean. Right. And it's weird. Okay, so like, I want to talk about this. First off, it's 50 cents for ice cream, which is pretty buck, buck wild. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we first off, we don't really see ice cream trucks anymore. No. Um. And if we do, they're like, they look like Sweet Tooth's ice cream truck. Like, they're run down and like pretty old, right? Cause like, yeah. And also the ice cream, the depiction of this man is like way different than like what we get depicted nowadays when they depict ice cream truck workers, right? Yeah. Like he's like wearing a white suit. He has a hat. He's like, he's almost like the milkman. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like nowadays they're either depicted as like, uh, like when you see them, they're like, like grumpy people or they're like full of tattoos and piercings and they're still super nice. Yeah. But like, it's just like you don't, it's not like. The prim and proper you see anymore, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting, and also usually the grumpy ones are the ones that are unfriendly. The tattoo people are usually so fucking nice. Yeah, um, but like I just want to clarify that for our listeners so they don't think I'm like tattoos are evil. <laughs> I just because like when I think of an ice cream man, that's what I think. I think of just like a a big a big burly guy serving me ice cream with like a fucking Led Zeppelin shirt on. <laughs> Uh, and they also don't do scoops anymore. No, it's like a like a half melted uh, uh, Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> um, or like it'll be like a an ice like a, they just bought it from. It'll be like an ice cream sandwich, right? That you're paying five dollars for, <laughs> right? Or like rip choco tacos, but choco tacos. Can we not bring up choco tacos? I'm oh, still my recovering. Heart hurts. We need to get a matching choco taco tattoo. <gasps> yes. And it says word easy above it. Word so easy word above so it. That's easy. what we gotta do. And they gotta have little assault rifles. <laughs> we do we gotta that's what we gotta do. Also fudge sickle and snow cone name drops, dude. I saw that. Dude, fucking fudge do they even make fudge sickle and snow cone anymore? I see fudge sickles, but they're not name brand fudge sickles. Um and after he leaves, the three kids, Andrew, Haney, and Karen, see more Bidia Destiny. The Whoa. town witch, which is just, I'm pretty sure, just a sapphic lesbian. <laughs> yeah. The witch from the first book. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're like, oh, they, they devise a plan to get the witch's autograph. And then they, they ask her, but they have lucky items to keep them safe. Yeah, like a rabbit's foot. And a rock. <laughs> rock. That she says is lucky to keep Hanny <laughs> happy. Uh, Tabitha Porter... So that's her name. That's more. That's her real name. And yeah. she signs it, and she draws a sick little cat next to it. And dude, and Karen's like, she put a curse on me. <laughs> put a curse on me. And then like she runs and like tells her dad. She's like, oh my god, look! And he's like, oh cute. She drew midnight. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just, it's really cool looking. It's cute. I like it. It's cool. That's cool. That'd be a cute little little tattoo. Uh, I've been on a tattoo kick the past 12 hours. 
when it's time to go back to her mother's, they get picked up, and her mom says that her movie star friend, Amy Morris, can sign the cast. And Karen ends the story with ideas that no matter what happens, it is okay. Which is why, I don't know how she got there. I, she wasn't like that 15 pages ago, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she was just happy because she was like, I win. I, I fucking, I'm going to shove that little Ricky into the fucking ground when I get to school. He's going to be like, look at my broken leg. I fell down the stairs because my parents don't love me. And then she's like, I got all these cool, look at that. I got the witch and I Mr. Tasty. Mr. Right, Tasty. Ricky. And I have a turtle. She breaks his other leg. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> she runs over his legs with a <laughs> roller skate. <laughs> She uses his cast like a fucking ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks him in the head. <laughs> Five out of ten. <laughs> I'll give it a four out of ten. Oh, whoa. Is this the first time I rated it lower than you? Except for Jojo and Bubbo. Well, um, that's because you're, you're kind of dumb, but. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, it was very snobby and boring. It was very snobby and boring. Because um, I, I rated the other one six. And I, I don't think this is bad, because I've read an R.L. Stein book, so, like, I know what's bad. Um, but this isn't, like, Hitler's daughter, or... No. You know what I mean? Like, we... like now, I feel like reading Hitler's daughter, because uh, I never believed that child fiction could, like... Not that it's not good to read, but I, can, I didn't think there'd ever be, like, a... A, like, moral point to it. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That isn't, like, a textbook... Um, but like Hitler's daughter is just like a, it like brings awareness to a thing without being too graphic. It's, you know what I mean? It's interesting enough, but it's still based in fact. Um, but yeah. True. Five out of 10. Um, yeah. Uh, it's cute. I mean, I think that's what got me the most points for it is that the parents are nice and, like, she's, like, not that terrible of a child. Like, yeah. Junie B. Jones would eat her alive, but um, Junie B. Jones would beat the shit out of her, I think. Like, Karen's, sure, Karen's, like, breaking the rules, but she d- does it in such, like, a relatable way. Not like Junie B. Jones who fucking hides in a hamper and scares her grandpa but- to the point where, or, like, you know, tossing her baby brother across the room because she wants to sleep in the crib. Like, I do think Junie B. Jones has better stories, though. Yeah. Because this doesn't feel... This feels like a nine-year-old. This doesn't feel like a six-year-old. Like Karen feels older than, than, than she is. But she kind of writes all of them older than what they are. Because, like, Andrew's supposed to be four or five, and he's, like, pretty emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. And mature. So... I don't think Anne and Martin met any kids before. <laughs> what a weird jump. What? Is she alive? She's 68. Okay. Dude. She's not that old. She's still kicking, dude. Oh, she's writing Mrs. Piggly Wiggly right now. Sheesh. Mrs. Piggly Wiggly and the Sticky Fingers Cure from 2018. All right, so we're going to go to some Goodreads shit here, which I think is Christiana's favorite part of the whole thing. Uh, right? I th- you feel like you love these. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so on Goodreads, it has a 3.68 out of 5, or just a to our scare, a scale of 7.36, which is wild. 
That's a that's a way too high. Sally gave it two stars in 2009 and said there wasn't any one star written reviews. There was like a, only like 12 one star reviews out of like the fucking 800 or whatever there was. Uh, Sally says in 2009, I've never broken any bones. So when I was growing up, I had some kind of weird fascination with books about kids who did. It always seemed like such an easy thing to do, yet I fell over off everything and not even a sprain. I guess storybook kids are just more fragile. Weird. Are you a psychopath? <laughs> right? <laughs> Why do they phrase it like that? I've never broken a bone once. I've fallen off lots of things. Maybe kids I've are tried. Just, I tried to break a bone. <laughs> At, Elise you don't think it. I tried? The other guy just spit the bullet out. <laughs> Elise gave it. Elise gave it two stars. <laughs> <laughs> Sally's like, that's that's my secret, Karen. I'm always breaking. <laughs> I'm I'm always drinking milk. <laughs> I see these kids. They fall down. I just watch their bones shatter. <laughs> I just tuck and roll. <laughs> Karen, Elise gave it two stars in 2023 and said... Karen is full of herself in this book. She actually said she felt special getting help at home with people bringing her stuff to the living room while she had a cast on her wrist from a roller skating accident. We didn't even mention that, but she, like, gets pampered for a day. For a single day. And then literally the next day, she doesn't even ask to be pampered anymore, so it's not like she's being spoiled. Um, she was also still under medication when she got home. And then, like, the next morning, she's like, yeah, my wrist hurts, but, like, I'm fine. I, I can get dressed by myself. I can brush my own hair, make my own breakfast. It's all good. Well, yeah, because she asks Andrew to do something, and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, every time someone signed her cash, she lied more and more about how she broke it, just for attention, and kept changing her stories. Anyways, the special signatures on her cast were from her Paul Pets Paul Prince, the, in quotation, witch next door, and a celebrity her mom knew. I should feel sorry for her for getting hurt, but I think she's going to grow up to be a Karen. That's 2023. That was last year. It was like December. Too. This was recent. And I'm going to read this next one. I don't want you to look at the r- the rating they gave it, okay? Okay. I, I'm closing my eyes. I, closing my eyes. Listening. Lay, ASMR. Lay gave it three stars in 2020 and said, I have said it before, but I swear I think Karen Bruin is the reason I decided to not have children. I once dreamed of a home full of children that I read about her. Jenny Prezizo and the Pike triplets and suddenly Pete. And suddenly, peace, quiet, and solitude seem to be a perfect life, which is totally is. In this book, Karen once again disobeys her parents, takes her new roller skates, and with Andrew and Shannon in tow, heads out on a walk. That ends with a trick, her jumping over two toffee cans. She lands okay, but then she slips and breaks her wrist. Finally, a consequence for the sociopathic demon child. She has to wear a cast on her arm after seeing a classmate with a broken ankle gets into a cast signing competition. I'm reading this as the punctuations are, by the way. With each person, he story grows and changes little andrew knows this is wrong and tries to speak up but karen won't shut up along <laughs> finally the truth comes out and everyone laughs and shrugs it off which is a great lesson for the kids in the target audience of these books that lying is okay and there's no real consequences when you're caught or called out <laughs> karen karen is the worst she sets out to get a famous person's autograph and pesters poor mr mrs porter who I feel so sorry for. Of course she gets her autograph because Karen always gets what she wants. I'm not sure if I will make it through all of this series because Karen is not the most likable main character. Three stars out of five. Three stars out of five. I only added it because three out of five is 
a decent rating on the Goodreads system. Yeah. She did not seem to like it at all. Why did she give it three stars? I don't know. Also, the parents didn't tell her not to use her roller skates. I don't know where she got that from. They told her not. They told her not to do tricks, but like. I just like the sociopathic demon child. She's six. Finally, consequences for the sociopathic demon child. I want that on a t-shirt. And it's just a picture of Junie B. Jones, Karen, the guy, Annie. (laughs) The guy from the Diver Wimpy Kid. Um, and the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all on the execution block, and the night's holding the fucking <laughs> with with Jack, like like doing the Star Wars pose. Um, Lydia gave it four stars in 2011 and said, "This book was a bunny, a funny book full of emotions, like humor, sadness, and jealousy." <laughs> I love it. Good job. I fucking I'm not making fun of these people, by the way. I mean, I'm making fun of that last one, but like. When they're like that, I think they're so it's so sweet. Yes. Uh, Brooklyn gave it five stars in 2018 and said, "Once I got to the part where she did not feel well, I felt the same." Aw. Hell yeah, Brooklyn. Jackie gave it five stars in 2019 and said, "It was nice visiting an old friend. Must be almost 20 years since I last read this series." Aw. I just thought that it was nice, so I added that one. <laughs> it is nice. Uh, that's also ex- like announcing that it's nostalgia. You know what I mean? That's why they liked it so much. Which is fair. I kind of get that when I read Goosebumps, except my unbridled rage for Bob Stein bleeds through. Dude, I called Bob I called Bob Stein to Matthew, and he's like, why'd you call him by that? And I'm like, we're close like that. <laughs> I said, I constantly talk shit about him, and he doesn't know I exist. <laughs> the quotes from this book. Love it. Every other weekend, he can be a pain, so I don't mind this too much. Okay. And the second quote was boo. She does fucking say boo a lot. But I think it's like, like boo. Yeah, it's like, like what bummer. if. Like what if in the 90s, you know what I mean? Boo, tomato. There was one discussion, and I only included it because I don't remember why, but I, it, I thought it must have been unhinged or something. It's from Karen's roller skates discussions. It says, roller skating is the discussion. And it says, this book shows a trick that I might be able to do (laughs) from April 18th, 2009, and fucking no one interacted with it. That's so funny. (laughs) It's just... I love it. Goodreads was a nightmare. Is this this like... It's it's like a nightmare, but it's not like toxic. You know what I mean? So like... Yeah. It's like the chaos of the internet I used to love without any of the toxicity, which I hated. Yeah. Um... The there was a question which was a not was asked anonymously was asked eight years ago what genre is it and then Jessica replied I think realistic fiction and you know I like to think about that a lot yeah that's a good question and a good answer I'm pretty sure Jessica replied years later too so like I, God I love it <laughs> I love it so much why do they do that something about Goodreads reminds me do you remember <laughs> Ask dot com yeah you still yeah. That's that's like what Goodreads how reminds Quora me. Quora is. What's Quora? It's kind of like Yahoo Answers. Oh yes. But it's like a more unhinged version of Yahoo Answers. <laughs> Yahoo Answers is gone too, by the way. They is closed ask. it. Is Ask.com still a thing? Let's see. Ask.com? <laughs> ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Looks like it's mostly a new site now. Ew. All right. Well, that's that. Hope you all enjoyed it. Goodbye. <laughs> we got. We're not leaving yet. We got. We got some housekeeping. We'll housekeeping. Book, our patrons picked our next book. Housekeeping. And you want me to check you up? <laughs> what kind of hotel is this place? <laughs> um, the next book we're reading, voted on by our lovely patrons over at uh, patreon.com slash riffkpod. We're reading Fear Street number eight, Halloween Party by R.L. Stein, which released in September 1st, 1990. My favorite part is it didn't release in the month of October. <laughs> No, it released in September, so you it could be peaked in oct in in, in peaked. October. Peaked in October. You got to remember, this fucker was released in one a month it's though. It's hot in Dubai. This he was he released another one in October, and honey, don't like. <laughs> I gotta edit this podcast. <laughs> I want to see. I'm gonna look up what his what the uh, uh like what the other one is like you know for the number nine. <laughs> Number nine's the stepsister, and it came out in October of 1990. Shouldn't he have just switched those? Coda. Maybe this one has relevant plot. I do know there's a murder. I yeah, I think this is the first one with an actual genuine murder. No. Oh no. Dwayne fucking ganked that kid, dude. Also, new girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. There was a murder in that one too. Yeah, I don't think there's any supernatural in this one, though. From the back of the book, it seems just like a murder mystery. I think it's a bottle episode. I think it's all in one house, which mm-hmm. we haven't had yet. So. Yeah, I think they're someone's murdered and they're trying to figure out who it was. And from what I can tell, it's all new characters yet again. I love it. Can we talk? I, have we talked about that? How I've I like compiled all the characters. I don't know if we've talked about the spreadsheet of the characters yet. <laughs> There's over 50 children he's added to this series. What? <laughs> 50 teenagers, and like some of them have only been in like once or t- once. And he keeps coming up with new ones. <laughs> I mean, it's a town full of bro, teenagers. Bro, though, but bro. But bro. Where's Suki? You, Suki Thomas, the best character you have in the whole series. Mm. I want Suki Thomas, and the whole plot is they have to figure out why Meg's dead. Anyway, go watch that. Let's thank our patrons. We like to thank Natalie and Nacho and good old Nacho Wadey and Natalie and Nacho Nacho Lady. I want you to go drink some water and Natalie bake cookies. Uh, bake cookies, Natalie. <laughs> bake cookies. <laughs> bake cookies. Mail us cookies. <laughs> Please. We need girls. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> if you want to support us, uh, you can join our Patreon for $2.50 a month. You get access to monthly updates and uh, our Discord server mm-hmm. that we share with our other shows we do. Wow. And if you do $5 a month, you get all of that, ad-free episodes, um, a bonus Patreon podcast we do monthly called Ask God on Austin where we read uh, listener questions. Ow. And all that good stuff. Listener questions or Reddit questions, and we give our unsolicited advice. Um, 
And if you ever wonder why Christiana's name is Mash Browns on the Discord, that's why. Uh, anyway. <laughs> How do we normally... I think I normally end this by reading you a good old no. joke. No. Oh, I was hoping you'd forget this time. Oh, no, honey. I can't forget. Dude, the first time you forget, it's going to be so good. I just, I'll just add it in. <laughs> Where can you always find happiness? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is from Goofy Good Clean Jokes for Kids by Bob Phillips. So where can you find ha- where can you always find happiness? Where? In the dictionary. Ugh. So like the dictionary is a place where words are, right? How do you make a slow employee fast? You put a fire under their ass. Don't give him anything to eat for a while. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love it. What is worse than a centipede with corns? Uh, What's corns? They're like bunions. Oh. What's worse than that? What? I don't get this one, so maybe you can actually explain this to me. A hippopotamus with chapped lips. What I is don't know, because the got big mouths? I don't know. Yeah, corns are like... Like bunions on the bottom of your feet, so like he has. I got another one. That I I was only going to do two, but this one I I don't understand either. Okay. What adds color and flavor to a very popular old pastime? I don't know. Lipstick. <laughs> what does that mean? Is it kissing? I don't know. How is that good clean jokes for kids? I don't know. Why did the comedian's wife sue for divorce? Why? She claimed he was trying to joke her to death. Ugh. I'm suddenly very nauseous. Boomer humor. Boomer humor. Boomer humor. We got the boomer humor. Boomer humor. The boomer humor. You say anything? Oh, I'm so nauseous. 